When you're almost famous, you just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour two of Almost Famous begins now. And you're listening to Almost Famous here on 95.9 WATD in Marshfield. My name is John. Welcome to the second hour tonight. This is where you get to hear some great live music from a band or musician right in your own backyard, in your community, whether it's here on the South Shore, into Boston, or all over New England. We do it every Tuesday night, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass, Route 53 in Pembroke, online at tinyandsons.com. Thank you so much for Peter Brown and the boys over there for sponsoring us since day one here on WATD. And I am very excited because one of my favorite Boston bands is back in studio tonight. Please say hello to Flight of Fire. And Flight of Fire, please say hello to our listening audience tonight. Hello, listening audience. (laughs) So let's uh, first and foremost, let's go around the room and have you introduce yourselves and let us know who exactly you are and who exactly Flight of Fire is all about. All right. Well, my name's Maverick. I'm the lead vocalist and I play rhythm guitar. I'm Tanya Venom, lead guitarist. I'm Tia Mayhem. I play bass. I'm Maddie Scott. I play drums. Sounds like a new voice. Yes, it is. It's a new voice. That's right. Awesome. We so, just found her. <laughs> cool. That's awesome. How long has she been a part of Flight of Fire? Since <clears throat> earlier this month. That's yeah. so cool. We officially hired her on in January, a few weeks ago, and we're really excited to have her on the team. Yeah. Fantastic. For those of you who here. can't see... She has purple hair. Yes. Which well, completes the look. <laughs> you, uh, you will be able to see because we have Margot back in studio tonight from the Raynham channel who's filming tonight. You can uh, see this video probably within the next week or so over on uh, YouTube. Just do a search for the Raynham channel. So thank you so much, Margot, for being back here. Thank you. We've missed you. So uh, let's, uh, let's talk about Flight of Fire. With, uh, who wants to tell me the history of the band? Well, we uh, got together, so founding members, Maverick, Tanya, and Tia, uh, we met in 2009, our first semester at Berkeley, and um, I remember I was singing obnoxiously on the tee one night, and Tanya happened to be there. I was actually singing a Boston song, um, foreplay long time, and uh, she was like, hey, you want to be in a band? And I was like, hell yeah. Now, Tanya, is it true that you went to Berkeley just because you wanted to put together an all-female rock band? (laughs) Well, my sister and I were in an all-girl rock band back in Detroit, where we're from, and we loved it so much. We always knew that as soon as we went to Berkeley, we went with the intention of wanting to start our own all-girl rock band from the beginning. That's cool. So how long did it take for that to actually happen? It did not take long. It was November of our first semester when we found Maverick singing on the train and (laughs) started jamming with her right after that. Yeah, that's true. Now, when you you said you were in a band back in Detroit, how how does that compare to what you have today? Was it sort of the same thing? Was it different in some ways? We were more of a classic rock cover band. Cool. We played long bar shows. We did like a ton of Led Zeppelin, Journey, songs like that. And it was really fun. Yeah, the two other women we were with, um, they were older than us and they were kind of like our mentors into the music world. They introduced us to live music and performing and it was really cool experience. Now, you know, fast forward to the uh, to November of your uh, your freshman year at Berkeley, what did Maverick bring to the band? Well, she brought vocals. <laughs> <laughs> really good vocals. And um, 
Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Also, my sister and I, we are we were pretty shy as kids. And so some of that bled into our time at Berkeley. So when we met Maverick, she was very outgoing. Outgoing, <laughs> eccentric. It was a little shocking for us at yeah. first, but you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> so I think together we've all grown a lot. No, they've really helped me too. Like I think we've really balanced each other out. Our, yeah, yeah, we've we're definitely all grown together. Kind of an inseparable team now. We, we've already ruined each other for other people. So. <laughs> <laughs> so like you're the people that kind of you know you make the parties more interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I like to think so. Cool. Can we hear a song? Absolutely. Sure. sure. What do we uh, start the show off with tonight? So we're going to start off with um, one of our fan favorites. This is actually a song that we put out a music video for um, back in the summer, fall. And uh, when we do this live at shows, we do a huge instrument switching jamboree at the end. The <laughs> twins play drums, um, drummer plays bass, I get handed the guitar. Um, unfortunately, we're going to do the non-switching version today, but this is my last gamble. All right. We have Flight of Fire live on the tiny stage here on 95.9 WATD Unplugged and Acoustic. Let's hear it. This is my last gamble, my last gamble, my last gamble. I packed up my bags and turned my back on the world for a love so sweet in a life so
Leaving my cards on the table Putting my cards on the table Oh, I'm putting my cards on the We have Flight of Fire live on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. That was amazing. Nice job on that, ladies. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Who wrote that song? This was a Tanya Venom original. Tanya Venom original. Okay, so what's that song about? Who wants to share that story? Um, well, in uh, a couple years ago, I actually moved to California, and <clears throat> um, we were presented with this big offer. Um, to work with the team. And so I knew at that time that I had to make a great sacrifice, like leave everything that I had started there because I just, I had to take this last gamble to win big. You know, it's like this was the last time I could sacrifice it all for what I dreamed of. And yeah, I came back and the band is better than ever now. Mm -hmm. And so... It's basically, you know, that anxious feeling before you take a huge risk when you know you have to sacrifice it all to get what you really want. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So take us through the journey, uh, anybody, um, take us through the journey of how a song goes from, you know, you writing down a couple of ideas to it being kind of worked out with the entire band with all the instrumentations. It's pretty interesting, actually. Um Maverick, Tanya, and I are all songwriters. Um, We'll basically, whenever we get an idea, whether it be lyrics or chordal or anything, we'll write it down, we'll write down a riff or whatever, we'll record it onto our phone. And um, we all have kind of different ways of doing it. Like Mm -hmm. Maverick and Tanya will write a song with the acoustic or keyboard, like the basic outline, the lyrics, the melody, and the chords. I tend to, like, open up Pro Tools and make a really, like, advanced demo of, like, <laughs> MIDI instruments. Yeah. but um, players. Base players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then we bring it to the band. We show each other, and we all add our expertise mm-hmm. onto the song. Maverick will change lyrics, change the setting of words. She'll make the melodies incredible. Aww. 
Tanya will add like amazing leads and better chord choices. Oh gosh, thanks. And I'll add, I'll You're add groove bass lines. I'll come up with some grooves, help them with drum parts. But now you know Maddie can do that. She can write her own drum parts. She is also really good with transitions and bridges. I'm pretty good at crazy bridges. So yeah, we just kind of bring it all together. We add in our flair and. By the end, we have a Flight of Fire song. Yeah, the more we play together and the more we've recorded together, I'd say the the more actually we've we've come into the Flight of Fire sound of, of each person adding something into it. Because our, our first album was kind of like, let's record the songs we wrote in high school. And like, you know, it was kind of, you know, each to their own. But now we really have this unified sound that's a lot more unique. So, so there's a chance that, you know, somebody could come up with a song idea write it down, take it to the band, and before it's done, it's something totally different. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Some songs go through my a lot last of gamble, evolution. Actually, my Last Gamble and Better Off Without You that we're going to play later um, evolved a lot, I would say. A lot of covering. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool. Now, you mentioned uh, twins. Is it Tanya and Tia? Yep. That is correct. Good guess. <laughs> do, you, do you have some type of like a, like a musical ability to kind of read each other's minds or anything like that? You know, kind of, yeah. I mean, it's like... I've seen it happen. Like a musical twin language? Yeah. It's like, you know when you're jamming and you're, like, trying really hard to get people to, like, change section? Like, with us, we just kind of look at each other and we pretty much know, like, <laughs> when it's time to change or whatever. Like, it's really easy to play in sync with each other. Yeah. Like, jamming with each other. Like, definitely performing spoiled. on stage or writing or anything. You can really, like, it's just so easy to connect. It's kind of freaky. Are you all associated with Berkeley? Um, well, per- oh, Maddie, you went to the five-week program, yeah, right? To the five-week program. And she was accepted to Berkeley, but then UMass Lowell gave you like an actual scholarship. Oh, that's Berkeley cool. Berkeley sucks. With money. With money. Berkeley sucks with money. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You know, money talks, so. But the, yeah, well, the, the twins and I graduated from Berkeley um, 2013 for the twins, 2014 for me. Awesome. So, what, so um, Tanya and, um, and Tia especially, you know, when you had your band in, uh, in Detroit, what did Berkeley do to kind of enhance your musical experiences with with music and with the band and uh you too um maverick you know mm. with your songwriting and things like that a lot berkeley did so much <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we cannot had, understate that <laughs> we just learned we honed our instrumental skills we honed our songwriting skills our technological our, skills our technological our skills minds. oh yeah business yeah like yep. performance aspect we mm-hmm. learned like basically every aspect of of music and theory like so much theory jazz theory classical theory like everything that we can now apply to songwriting apply to performance Mm -hmm. yeah it was kind of interesting because um we'd be so busy at berkeley that we wouldn't have enough time to practice but then you'd still get better the next time you played it was like (laughs) all the theory that you were learning all the ear yeah and the ear training ear training especially as much Mm -hmm. as everyone hates it i don't hate it best (laughs) singers don't hate it I no. took every ear training class they had. But yeah, um, it'd be yeah, like you'd play your guitar again after not playing it for a whole semester and suddenly you were better. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> was um, was uh, Shadow of the Sky recorded at Berkeley? It was actually recorded in our basement pretty much. Yeah, like a basement. Anyway. Our drummer's basement at yeah. the time, yeah. <laughs> nice. But um, we, were, we had been at Berkeley for uh, two years? Yeah, or we a year were, and a half or so? We, we were like we three were years. We were done. Yeah, pretty much. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, good point. But by the time it came out, we were done. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> we were like... That was completely self-recorded, self-produced, self-released, um, self-mixed. <laughs> yeah. Sounds awesome. I love it. Hey, thank wow, you. thank you. Appreciate that. And just recently, you released uh, a new album, right? Is this your second or your third? This is, well, it's our third album, but our first album's kind of a throwaway album because it was right when we first met each other, so it does not have the Flight of Fire unification sound. Um, but, yeah, so Path of the Phoenix, we just put out... And uh, it's our first professionally produced album, and we were very lucky because it was funded by a successful Kickstarter campaign. Thank you so much. Thank you, backers. Oh my God, we would be nothing without you, and um, we would not have that album without you. Because it's very expensive to record good music these days. Absolutely, it is. No kidding. Yeah. Can we hear some more good music? What are you going to play for us next? Absolutely. You guys want to play a little Boston? We're gonna play you. We're gonna play you our favorite Boston song to play, and uh, it's great to talk about how we first met playing Boston. Or I was singing Boston on the. We TV were in play. Boston. Maverick <laughs> sang Boston. We're just another band out of Boston. We're just another yes. band out of Boston. On the road, just trying to make ends meet. You know? All right, don't give too many
Flight of Fire, 95.9 WATD, covering a Boston classic there. Rock and roll band. Nice job on that, ladies. Thank you. Sound incredible tonight. It's always fun to adapt solos for acoustic guitar. Oh, yeah. It sounds amazing. (laughs) Thank you. you. That's kind of why I love doing the show, because, you know, you get to hear, you know, songs. Well, that was a cover, but songs as they were originally written a lot of times you know mm-hmm. they could be oh, yeah. you know That's just true. you know in rehearsals and stuff like that so yeah you can hear it kind of adds a, a new vibe to some songs that people and people might not be familiar with true so, so true. i remember a while ago hearing an interview with uh, tom schultz who wrote that song that it's very autobiographical about oh, yeah. the uh, the beginning days of uh, of the band boston and i know you also wrote um sort of an autobiographical <laughs> song about flight of fire too That's that is true, true. <laughs> that's true i think we played it here last time you did Rockstar Life. Rockstar Life is our rock and roll band. That is our yeah. rock and roll band song, yeah. <laughs> is that on the uh, the Flight of the Phoenix album? Uh, Path of the Phoenix, yes Path it of the Phoenix. is. Um, track, track number two. two. <laughs> the twins want you to know it's track two. <laughs> track two. <laughs> yes. So where can that be found? So you can get Path of the Phoenix literally anywhere digital music is sold. If you want a physical copy, our distributor is CD Baby. It's up there. Or you can send us a message and we'll mail you out one. We can even sign it for you if you like. But yeah. yeah, it's pretty easy to find. It's on all the streaming websites, and yeah. Can I get a signed copy? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> you don't even have to ask. Cool. Yeah, I love it. You guys sent me the uh, the MP3s a while ago. We've been mm-hmm. playing, you know, a couple of tracks off of that, and I love it. So you're the best. You. Can't like wait. It, like it. Can't wait to hear uh, the next album too. I isn't think it? you. Yeah, weren't you the? I think you were the first one to play our "Better Off Without You" single. Yes, yes, because you guys you yeah. called in. That's right. Awesome. You all called in. It was yeah. a fun night. We'll that play a special awesome. version of it for yeah, you later. That's right. Cool, <laughs> excellent. So, tell us about your your website, the social media, where people can find you on the interwebs. www.flightoffire.com. Facebook.com slash Flight of Fire. <laughs> Instagram. Flight of Fire. <laughs> Everything is pretty much one word, Flight of Fire, except for our Twitter, Twitter which has underscores between the words. <laughs> and uh, easy to YouTube find. is Flight of Fire Music. Oh, yeah. Did Someone you prepare else? that? What? That was no. kind of luck. <laughs> <laughs> we just do stuff like that. We need to give Maddie a, a website. Say yeah. Twitter. Say Twitter. Twitter. Say it right now. Good job. All right. <laughs> She's British. Uh, yes, I am. So it's Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> same thing in Boston, too. Drop the R's. Mm-hmm. Sounds the same. Yep, you can tell we're not from around here. <laughs> Excellent. So we have Flight of Fire live in studio tonight. They are sounding amazing here on WATD. Um, I think we are going to take a quick break because I hear there's, a, there's an instrument swap that's happening. Is that yep. true? We're getting fancy. Okay, so let's do that. Let's take a quick time out here on Almost Famous, do the instrument swap, and we'll have more with Flight of Fire coming up next here on 95.9 WATD. We're just as frustrated with the big recording labels as you are. And I'll tell you why I can't put up with you people, because you're bastard people. We just don't have the people skills to express it. Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. My name is John Shea, and we are back on the tiny stage tonight with Flight of Fire. Ladies, how are you doing tonight? Very good. So great. You're sounding awesome. Good to have you back. Thank you. You too. Great to be back. Really happy to be here. Let's go around one more more time and uh, have you introduce yourselves. Hi, my name is Maverick. I'm the lead vocalist and rhythm guitarist of Flight of Fire. And I am Tanya Venom, lead guitarist of Flight of Fire. (laughs) Tia Mayhem, bass player of Flight of Fire. (laughs) Maddie Scott, drummer of Flight of Fire. (laughs) (laughs) Product placement. Excellent. So I'm going to ask um, two of you this question now and then two of you this uh, question after the next song. But um, let's, start with, um, let's start with Maverick. Tell us kind of about your, 
your musical background. What got you into songwriting, performing, singing, playing guitar? Huh. Well, actually, it's it's kind of great that you asked this question right before we played this song because for me, music really saved my life, and um, I had uh, I had a pretty rough childhood, and writing songs when I got my first guitar, which is actually sitting on my lap right now, and uh, started writing songs. It's it's honestly what you know what kept me going and what gave me uh, you know my purpose and. Uh, I don't know where I'd be without it, and I uh, I was in you know choirs and things like that. I never I always wanted to be in a band, and I basically I was in one of those bands in high school where you force all your friends to like learn an instrument. And, like you know, it yeah it was uh, interesting. And then I finally got to Berkeley, and I was just like burning to be in a band. And luckily I met the twins, so yeah. But yeah, music is music is a lifesaver, and I wouldn't be me without it. Well, actually, I'm going to hold off on asking that question to the second person. Let's just hear the song. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> what are we going to hear next? This song is off of Path of the Phoenix, and it's called In Spite of You. It's a song about recovering from childhood trauma, and uh, it, can, it can really be applied to you know, anyone who's hurt you in your life, bullies, relationships, and how that in spite of what they tried to do to you, you're free. All right, let's hear it. Flight of Fire 95.9 WATD. One second, I just got to tune up. The tuning song. This is the tuning song. Everyone's favorite. It's not as emotional as the other song. The hidden track on the album. <laughs> In spite of you. This one's for you. The one who pushed me around. This one's for you The one who beat my spirit down This goes out to you The one who abused me I'm singing straight to you The one who clipped my wings After all this time After all these years After all the work I've done After all
trying to take you with me into the light. It was the day I finally took control of my own life. And I'll never regret walking away from what could have been my fate. I'm proud that I am strong enough. Light of Fire, 95.9 WATD. Nice job on that, Maverick. Thank you. Great tune. Thank you. What, uh, what track did you say that, that is off of uh, Path of the Phoenix? Track, track six. six. Track six, cool. Get yourself a copy. The studio version of that song is just unbelievable. So thank you. Definitely. That's, that thank track alone is worth the purchase of the album. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, um, Maddie, I want to ask you, um, mm-hmm. tell us about your, your musical background before uh, joining the band. Um, so I started playing drums when I was 12. I had no intention of playing an instrument. Um, my mom went to a concert, a rock concert, and she saw a female drummer, and she thought it was really cool, so she came home and she was like, Hey, Maddie, you should start drumming. So I started taking jazz lessons with this um, guy. This is while I lived in France. I lived in France for a couple of years, and um, I didn't really enjoy taking lessons with him because they, they were jazz, and I wasn't really into that. So um, I stopped drumming for a while, and then my mom went to another one of this band's concerts, and she was telling the drummer that she wasn't able to give, find lessons for me because everyone around us played jazz, and the, that drummer offered to give me lessons. So I started taking lessons from her, and then I moved to the U.S., and I went to Berkeley five-week program two, weeks in, uh, two years in a row. And then I now go to school at UMass Lowell. I study music performance, and I'm a junior. That's amazing. Wow. Thank you. Well, welcome to the band. You're, you're, you're you. a great fit. You, set, you, you blend in perfectly with everybody. So. Thanks. She does. Can't wait to hear more. Do you have any, uh, any big shows coming up that are scheduled at the moment? We do. Well, um, our next big show is at the Hard Rock on February 11th. It's downtown Boston. And um, that's going to be a really awesome show because we are... Um, Door 11 Productions is going to be filming a live uh, music video that night, and it's actually going to be an official music video because they're going to edit it to our studio track. And it's going to be really cool. We're going to get all our fans there, going to you know feature you know our fans in the video, which is really important to us. And uh, we're also, so Maddie is going to Australia to study for a while. So our fill-in drummer, Cascado, 
is going to be playing with us that night. It's our first show with her. So there's a lot of exciting things about that show. Excellent. So is that kind of a, a call to arms to get everybody out to be in the music video? Yes, it is. Hmm. Come on oh. out. Tickets are pre-sale only, so get at us. And you can't get them at the door. Us. Where can they buy the tickets? So if you follow us on Facebook, um, all the information is up there. And uh, if you get confused, you can't find it, just send us a message and we will clue you in. And uh, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> so Maddie, Maverick, I've asked you already. Let's go to uh, Tia. Tia, tell us about your musical background. My and Tanya's musical background will probably sound really similar. So we'll do like you a connected me. version. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend Tanya doesn't exist. The twin version. The twin version. So we started um, elementary school playing clarinet and flute for Tanya. And um, as soon as we got to middle school, I thought the clarinet wasn't cool enough. So I switched to bass clarinet. <laughs> Tanya stayed on flute, but she also added piccolo to her arsenal. And we played for a while. And then when we were... About 13, Tanya had this, like... Divine intervention. Divine (laughs) intervention, like, inspiration moment. We were driving in the car, and she was like, I think we... I think I want to learn guitar so we can play the songs on the radio. And we were like, okay, cool. So our mom and dad were like, we will pay for lessons and for an instrument for you if you actually do the lessons and fall through. (laughs) So we were like, yeah, let's do it. And thus began our guitar and bass adventure. I picked up bass because I thought it was kind of similar to the bass clarinet. It's like <laughs> low. It's like the supporting instrument. And I thought that was cool. Time to pick the guitar because she's used to that and wanted to do that. <laughs> and like yeah, the rest is history. Now you bought the, the guitar and the bass so you could play the songs on the radio. What were the songs on the radio? Who did you grow up listening to? It was like pop songs. <laughs> we were so lost. Like when our instructors asked us to bring in songs we wanted to learn, we brought in songs from the Matrix soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> I that didn't know is that. That's a little known fact. <laughs> and then they taught us about classic rock, and we. Like, well, your mom was a big Journey our fan. Our mom was into Journey, and she was into classic rock, but we didn't really realize the difference. Like, we didn't realize anything, and then yeah. so <laughs> our we, mind uh, was open to classic rock, and then we became obsessed. You know, some yeah. weird Massachusetts South Shore history is the drummer for Journey is from two towns over. <gasps> that's wow. so cool. Steve Smith is from Steve Whitman. Steve Smith, that's right. OMG. Wow. That is so cool. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, we're pretty obsessed with Journey, um, Led Zeppelin, Rush, um, Aerosmith, that kind of thing. We got really into classic rock. And then uh, we met those ladies we were talking about before, Gloria and Janine from our previous band, 4D. We started jamming with them. And... Uh, we soon realized that we wanted to be musicians, like, for real, forever. <laughs> now, your your newish manager is uh, Lizzie Borden, who is yes. part of the uh, legendary Boston band Lizzie Borden and the Axes. How did you get connected with them and with her? So, um, in 2014, um, we were in the International Battle of the Bands, the Hard Rock Rising, and we played um, one of the battles of the Hard Rock. And she was actually one of the judges for both the, the semifinals and the finals. And um, we won both of them. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. You know, it's actually, I think I was there that night. I, I think, think you were. <laughs> I think um, Krista Ganeidek actually I think yeah. introduced me to you that night. Yes. Which was cool. Yeah, Krista was definitely there. I think you were there too. Yeah. Was and, I judging um, that night? I can't even remember. I don't think so. We're I don't think so. There, you were there. <laughs> I remember Maybe. your face. Because I was there with, uh, with Nina. Was judging. 
Oh yeah, Nina. Nina yeah. yeah, I think I was judging with Nina that night. Oh, Nina well, thank you, oh. thank you for letting us win. <laughs> and Gerd, um, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, Liz noticed. Um, so like right before we were actually going to play an acoustic song, um, Tanya broke one of the strings on her guitars, and um, Liz was like watching her change the string while we kept doing our acoustic <laughs> song and she was like how does this girl not have two guitars she's like they obviously need a good mentor so, you know someone <laughs> someone to take care of them These so then you know we started you know benefiting from her her incredible experience and all these things and we got closer and closer and then we um asked her to produce our album path of the phoenix and then uh, very shortly after we were like oh come on just just be our manager and thank goodness she said yes she we did. proposed. We got down on the floor. It was it was a whole we thing. We got down on four knees. There's a picture of that, isn't there, somewhere? <laughs> there yes, there, there is. is. There's a video replica. Yeah, we, we had to replicate it, you know, because <laughs> we did it in a private setting, you know. <laughs> on the corner. Now, Path, the- Path of the Phoenix, is that a collection of mostly new songs, or do they kind of go back a little bit, you know, into the, uh, the history of your songwriting? All the songs came from 2015 and later, I believe. Mm-hmm. So pretty recent, yeah. They were actually written in the order that they are on the album because the album is a concept album that is based, it's like an allegory for our journey within the music industry and as a band. And um, the allegory is a very dramatic, Dramatic. um, you know, epic tale of a woman named Arcana who, you know, uh, goes through all sorts of abuse and trials and ends up finding this coven of women, the daughters of Venus, and it's very, very metal. Um, The actual story that it's based on was the trials and tribulations that we went through um, trying to be flight of fire and do everything and um, dealing with some issues within our team and... um, We'll keep it polite and keep it there. Um, But so the, yeah, they were actually written 10,000 voices. The first track was written in 2013. I think so. Yeah. 2013. And then on from there. 20. Wait, we're not going to go through each one. No, that's that's (laughs) too much. (laughs) So it's not a singles album, you know, in the vein of, you know, what a lot of. Uh, is being produced today. It's kind of a throwback to that like mid-1970s where you drop the needle on the turntable and you listen to the whole thing yes. all the way through. Yeah. That's the intention, yeah. The cool thing is it's kind of like a like a pop concept album where like you can listen to the thing all the way through and like just get totally engulfed in this story and you can listen to the songs separately and they all stand alone. It's not like a weird that was instrumental goal, yeah. track or anything. Yeah, we wanted each song to have like their own individual like soul but also the overall arc of the album mm-hmm. that's amazing thank you that's very cool what a great idea thank, thank you, you. <laughs> let's uh, let's keep on going with the music ladies what are we going to hear next all right well we we're gonna play for you which one should we do first guys track one or track five i guess, we can, I guess one makes sense all right let's do it <laughs> going in order yep might as well so um, so these songs are originally very hard rock, you know, flirting with metal. So doing the acoustic version is new for us, but we think it sounds pretty cool. That's yeah. actually, you know, once you're done with the song, I want to ask about what the typical Flight of Fire show is all about. So let's, awesome. let's hear the song <laughs> cool. first, and then we'll hear about all the right. shows. This is 10,000 Voices. One, two, three, four.
every step you feel for me. You're trying to plan out my journey to write my story. Light of Fire, 95.9 WATD. Awesome job on that. That was amazing. Thank you. T, if you would, just check check your bass cover there. I think I might have lost your bass. Yeah, I can't, I can't hear anything in my headphones. Like, not even this right now. Hmm. <laughs> I think I've lost some connection around huh. Yeah, I'm not hearing your bass at all. That's no fun. About now. No, still nothing. It's a sad day without bass. That's strange. But I can hear Tiny's, Tiny's guitar. Fine. That's We strange. rocked too hard. Did the direct box change? <laughs> it might have. You know what? Let's talk a little bit longer. We'll take another break, and then I'll, I'll check the, uh, the connections, and we'll continue okay. on. So uh, tell us the story behind that song. Who wrote that one? 
So Tia Mayhem. Ah, Tia song, cool. <laughs> so I wrote that song at a time where I felt like I was being pulled into many different directions by different people and I just felt like I needed to do what they wanted me to do and then I had a realization where like I realized I should be doing what I want to do. Like, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um yeah, it, I've always, we, Tanya and I both, we've always had trouble, like, finding what we want to do and doing it. We're very, like, self-sacrificial and, like, stuff like mm-hmm. that. But when it comes to your career and your passion, you can't, like, take any compromises. Like, you mm-hmm. have to do what that is you want to do, no matter what other people say. Nice. So I wrote that song pretty much about that, about why am I not listening to myself? Why can't I hear myself over all these voices and influences going into my head. Now, I'm hearing, guys, uh, you know, something that I've noticed that's kind of evolved since the last time that I saw you is the harmony vocals. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you've been working on or you're trying to add more of into your performances? Yeah, we're definitely always trying to, you know, develop that sound, get get more harmonies, get more vocals. I cracked the whip at the, on, the, on the twins, and <laughs> Maddie hasn't got quite the, the whip yet, but you will. So, get excited. A really good singer. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of faith in you. You'll, you'll get there. <laughs> so what is the typical the uh, typical Flight of Fire show like? I mean, it's obviously a lot louder than what you're hearing tonight on the radio. <laughs> yep. Well, it's uh, pretty intense. We like to put on, <laughs> as people have quoted, an arena show in any venue. That's we our go, goal. Yeah. That is our goal. We go all out. We run around. Um T and I are wireless, so we'll run out into the crowd and do dueling solos, mm-hmm. knock um, people out. No, <laughs> our base heads, no, mosh pit. It's, yeah, it's really fun. We like to go crazy and loud and just like serious hard rock, like stage presence. I mean, that's the stuff that like we grew up like watching our heroes do and mm-hmm. just like full out rock and roll metal passion you know yeah. pretty just, mercury type exactly yep. we feel Rest like the part we feel like we don't see enough part. these days right like, you know like yeah, crazy shows stand there yeah i was just talking to my dad uh yesterday actually about the fact that you really don't see a band with a front person anymore like the mm. the That's axel true. rose yeah. and the freddie mercury it's true thing is kind of you know faded away so we need that back again so exactly. i think we have it now Agreed. we force maverick to go crazy no oh, she, i don't she need, need to be, to be forced, forced. Do you want to force me, baby? All comes natural. <laughs> so the time right now is 9.50. We do have to take a second time out. Don't forget, Peter Black and the Wide World of Blues comes your way at 10 o'clock tonight. But do you have time for maybe two more songs? Yeah. All right, let's do that after this here on 95.9 WATD. Experience the satisfaction of fine listening. Almost famous. And when you're on the go, enjoy music in motion. Available at 95.9WATD.com. You're listening to Almost Famous on 95.9WATD. And we are back on the tiny stage tonight with Flight of Fire. Thank you so much for coming down to Marshfield tonight. You sound incredible tonight. Thanks you for sound having incredible. us. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you have a great voice. <laughs> thank you so much. So let's go around the room just one last time. Have you introduce yourselves and let us know who exactly Flight of Fire is and kind of put the uh, the voice to the instrument. All right. Well, my name is Maverick, and I am the lead vocalist and rhythm guitarist. And I am Tanya Venom, the lead guitarist. I am Tia Mayhem, the lead bassist. <laughs> yeah, you are. 
I am Maddie Scott, the lead drummer. <laughs> ah, I like it. I so see. I, I do have to ask, you know, in the time that you've been together, any fun, like, maybe Spinal Tap moments that you can share with us tonight? Well, one pretty big <laughs> Spinal Tap moment is that we were Spinal Tap for Halloween. <laughs> you That's can find cool. that picture on our page somewhere. So who played who? Uh, we were actually... We were uh, accurate. Correct. I was me. Nigel. I had brown hair, so I made bangs, and she had black hair, and she wore the mustache. I wore a mustache. It looked so pretty okay, player. and I had to she wear had a, bl- a blonde, a blonde wig. wig. We pulled it off very well, <laughs> I would say. We had no drummer at the time, so it was very appropriate. It was. Like a spontaneous, what do they, what do they call it, like a bizarre gardening accident? <laughs> yeah, no. Something like yeah, that. One of those. Spontaneously combusted. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. i got to find that picture. Maybe I'll share it up on our page if I can, Ooh, if I can dig we'll it up. It we will uh, send it to you, like, after this. <laughs> oh, man. That is so cool. Have you guys done, like, you know, like any of those, like, all-bass songs or anything like that? It's true. <laughs> I'd like to, but but you know they they, they have to happen. <laughs> they have to have their voice. We unfortunately, about doing like an actual like Spinal Tap. What's your favorite on stage moment since you've been together? Oh, maybe oh. a favorite show that you've played. It's a good question. Hmm. Well, I mean, I feel like we used to say we opened for Bon Jovi because that was completely unforgettable, but. I'm kind of thinking about Earthfest right Hatch now. Shell, yeah. yeah, we played at the Hatch Cell for like Earthfest. Oh, that's cool! I saw the pictures of that too. VIPs. It was uh, it was really cool. We we got to be in the like VIP like behind the shell. We got to pretend like, we were cool. Yeah, inside the shell, it was pretty cool. It was yeah. really exciting. We got like those tags and everything. You do like the Wayne's World thing where you like you're showing the passes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. That, that was us all night. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "We know who you are. You don't have to keep doing that." We're like, "But it's a pass." <laughs> It's it cool. Really cool. It looks awesome. It does. Why not? If you get the passes, you got to do it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now they're on our bedroom uh, doorknob. All our passes are hanging there. So. Nice. <laughs> so let's uh, let's uh, recap. So uh, upcoming shows. What's happening? February eleventh at the Hard Rock Cafe downtown. We're filming a music video. Come be a part of it. Pre-sale tickets only. Get them through our Facebook or message us. And then we're playing Lowell Winterfest on February twenty fourth, and that's going to be awesome. Excellent. And the social media information? Flightoffire.com. Facebook.com slash Flightoffire. Instagram, Flightoffire. Twitter, Flightoffire. <laughs> underscore, underscore Very good. Yeah. Excellent. All right. You got it. All right. And um, what are we closing out the show with tonight? We're going to close the show with the same thing we usually close our live shows with. Uh, better off without you. All right, Flight of Fire. Thank you for coming to Marshfield tonight. Get Thanks home for safely. Us. Thank you. Peter Black and the Wide World of Blues comes your way next, taking you through 2 a.m. with some of the best blues on the radio. Don't forget, wake up tomorrow morning with Rob Hackalett and Lisa Azizia on the South Shore's Morning News, which gets underway at 5. So, uh, ladies, let's hear the song, get home safely, and have a great night. Thank you. One, two, three, four. I'm at the end of my road. Fight back You had it all up your sleeve All your tricks in the bag You said if I did this with you You said it'd be bliss with you You said I'd be rich with you Said I'd be strong with you Said I belong with you Instead I was wrong with you Better off without you My dream.
everything I've wanted to be. Nothing can turn me away. I'll never make that mistake. You thought you could hold the flame, but my fire cannot be tamed. You said if I did this with you, you said it'd be blessed with you. You said I'd be rich with you. Said I'd be strong with you. Said I belonged with you. Instead, I was wrong with you. I'm better off without you. Better off without you. Better off without you. My life is mine to live. My path is mine to walk. Too.